Yeah. So I have red meat on my training days just because the micronutrient actually Mark doesn't have it in, he doesn't have a meal plan for me anymore. Um, so I can, he gives me like macros intro work or peri workout, um, and mandatory intro workout carbs, but I make my own meal plan now, but it's based off of like what we used to do. And I know that like, for me, I, I pulled out red meat while I was cutting in the summer because I was like, Oh, the macros on chicken breast a little bit better. And I feel like I can have more fats here and there in other Mm -hmm. areas. So I'll do it that way. And I, I definitely saw a decrease in my output in the gym. Um, I saw I was, I mean, yes, I was dieting, but immediately I was like sore for a longer time. Um, and so I put it back in just on training days for digestive purposes. Cause I find if I have red meat every single day, it kind of like fucks with me. So yeah. I do it just on training days, post-workout and that shit, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that shit makes me fucking strong. Like, and my muscles fill out and I'm not craving as much shit either. Um, it's fucking yeah. good. So this it's is what really I did. Good. So I took a note from your post and got <clears throat> 937 organic yeah. grass fed. And yeah. You gotta you, do like, I don't like, I don't have cravings, right? Like, you and I don't get cravings, but like ever since like, this is my second, no, it's my third time eating it today or they're not, not eating it today, oh. but like eating it. Like, like, no, 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 not, <laughs> no, like as like a post-workout or just like a, in a, in a meal. And like, <clears throat> I like crave this now. I'm like, oh, I want some, I want some red meat, like, but not like, like a psycho, but like, I want that fucking ground chuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's I like a flavor. Meat. It's like the iron in it too. Like if you're, mm. if you need, so note for fault, note for listeners, like if you're body needs something, it'll tell you what tastes good. So like, mm-hmm. if you need iron or you're low on iron or you, because everyone needs certain amounts, it's, it's relative. If you yeah. need that, your body's going to like, when you have it, your body's going to be like, yes, that's good. Like we yeah. need that continue to eat it. Um, and so that's what I found started to happen with me with red meat. It still happens. Like I literally crave it. Um, I, I like want it like in my meal. I'm like, yes, like I get yeah. to have this red meat. Um, and it's something very like, it's like a treat, but it's not a treat. It's like what you're supposed to be eating. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah but we were just financially because like, it's expensive. Like it's like, yeah. like not like we're not getting like 80, 20 Walmart chuck. Like we're getting like the organic grass fed and that shits can be pretty expensive per pound. <laughs> so it's, it's a treat on the wallet. <laughs> when my fats are higher and they're not right now, they haven't been for a long time. Um, I like to do the, I like to do bison, like 90, 10 mm-hmm. bison. And bison is usually like the highest grade that you can get as far as like ground mm-hmm. meat. Cause it's going to be grass fed. It's bison. Like, yeah. so, and it's from a different type of cow. So it's, it's really good if you have the time or if you have the money to do that. I used to do that when I was first with Mark and my fats were super high and I was mm-hmm. a little fat. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? My fat is right now on training day. So I'm like, today I'm eating like my red meat. I get some salmon. I still have my olive oil for obviously cholesterol purposes, like improving the lipid profile. So like 60 grams of fat is a lot of fat. Like I have like 50 grams on training days mm-hmm. and on rest days I have 70. Mine's just a little bit higher, I guess. Yeah. I feel like it's not that high. Cause I've been upwards of like 80 training days and like a hundred something on. Yeah. And that was nasty. Like I was just eating oil. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was nasty. Anyway, <clears throat> this was a great fucking intro for talking about why I'm no longer vegan. <laughs> it's just like I was gonna say orgasming that. over meat, red meat. Over here. <laughs> nice. So, um, before we get into that, I just wanted to say, like the the Dominic Train holiday party was fucking lit. Like we haven't talked about, we haven't talked since then mm-hmm. um, on the podcast. Um, and I know there are a lot of people or a few people that went that listened to the podcast. So I wouldn't say like that shit was freaking awesome to see everyone. I know Ashley wasn't there and I, I really wish you were. Um, next year, I will. Next year, next year we're going to we're going to plan it earlier so that mm-hmm. everyone can go. And because realistically, like we only had about like 30 people go. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were the best 30 people ever. Like. <laughs> But like next year, I think, I think the issue is that like, you know, we needed to plan it more in advance so that people didn't already have trips going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll plan it. It'll probably be another, like the first week of January again. And um, we'll hope to see you all there, but mm-hmm. yeah, that it, it was great. And it was like, the team lift was great. The dinner was great. The going out after was great. Seeing everyone was great. The pictures were great. Um, I almost wish it lasted longer. I almost wish it was like two days. Like it was yeah. two days of like, cause it's like, if you're going to travel out there, it has to be worth it. You know, it has to be worth it for you to travel out there. So I think we should do like a two day thing instead of a one day thing. Cause it was really just like the team lift and then, but it was the best, it was the best 24 hours of my life. I'll but like, honest. I think it should be the best 48 hours of my life. I see what you're saying, but I'll be completely honest with you. Like that's not going to be enough for you or I, like we need to be immersed in that culture and that just means moving back to ohio like if we're being for real like we just need to move like like yeah, i know you laugh but like we just need to be immersed in that culture because like like you know like the team of haley culture in like texas how they have like ivy and stuff like always yeah. training together like we just need to be around our people more that's what we need yeah 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 okay 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 um plans for the future that's what i but <laughs> but um yeah so today you know we're going to be talking about Ashley. I'm going to be asking Ashley some questions, um, but it's going to be a, all about her transition and her journey through being vegan. And then now being, what do we call it? Like omnivorous? Normal. General. Like general. Omnivorous is good. Yeah. Omnivorous. I, I'm going to say omnivorous. Um, but I think that this is so interesting because when I found, when I, when I started my friendship quote with Ashley, she was vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when she started competing, she was vegan. And I always thought that was very interesting um, because in bodybuilding, I don't want to say it's taboo, but it's not really, it's not something that is like the best thing to do when you're bodybuilding. I'm yeah. just going to, and, and I'm not trashing vegans i'm not no and this podcast isn't going to be about that whatsoever but like when you do choose a lesser form of protein it shows it just does it does it shows in literature and it shows in the physique yeah and it's just the reality and Mm -hmm. so i thought it was really interesting when she had began um because she she's a macro she was a macro tracker for the most part she still is but like she follows uh what what no what? I was let's be real I was a if it fits your macros person now yeah she was a, if it fits your macros person <laughs> so she fit whatever she could in her macro she was super volume eater and oh, I was wow. always yeah I would watch and be like wow that's very interesting because I'm over here just 
you know, <laughs> chicken and <laughs> stuff like that. So I wanted to have an episode on Ashley, um, and just asking her about that. So this will be all about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to start with like the beginning. So what led you to becoming vegan in the first place? You weren't born vegan. Right. So what led you to that in the first place? Um, and how did that like kind of pan out for you? Yeah. So I, it was the summer of 20, 2016 or 2017. I graduated 2017. I feel like that summer is when I made this, started making the transition. So I started doing a bunch of research and I think a part of me was mostly just lost. Like I actually hated how I looked. Um, and I was like, well, maybe it's animal products, not taking into consideration that I was just like drinking far too much. Cause I was in college at that point and married to my husband who I, I graduated in three years. I just wanted to be fucking done with school. Um, but my husband like obviously had a year left. So I was kind of like waiting in limbo. And during that time, like I just felt really shitty about myself, how I looked, how I felt. And I was like doing just a bunch of research on how I could feel better and came across a bunch of like plant-based type of literature and like testimonies and shit like that. And honestly, I I wanted a culture because I didn't have the culture that I needed in college. It was just a bunch of drinking and partying. And, you know, I experienced, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I have to say this. Isn't it crazy how the first thing we think of is our diet and not the drinking itself? Yeah. Right. Fucking crazy. For sure. (laughs) Like like, let's ignore the Ford Locos and like all the other (laughs) bullshit. Cause yeah, back in my day, we didn't have white claws. We had fucking Ford Locos and and they had cracking them. Not, yeah, not even the good one, just the ones that had like, <laughs> it was like, I think 600 calories per four loco. Cause you had the alcohol calories and the fucking sugar calories. I think it was for five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, let's ignore the four locos and be like, oh no, it's the meat. <laughs> it's the okay. fucking chicken that I'm eating. But, Keep going. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt you. No, that. You're, that was such a good point. No. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I was also lost cause I didn't have a culture cause I was trying so hard to get away from partying and drinking. Cause I was just kind of bored and tired of it. And I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Cause I know like a part of it's contributing to me not feeling good, but I was also just lost. And so, you know, I kind of immersed myself into this plant-based community and they, obviously they are very welcoming because we are a niche group. Like, like, I think it's only like 1% of the population or something even stupid small is hundred percent plant-based. And so it was kind of like cool and exciting. Cause you're in this new group of people that are very warm and very welcoming for the most part. Um, ignoring the, the, the fascists that are total, like, if you eat animals, you're a piece of shit. Like I wasn't around those types of vegans at first. I was more around like people that are just very welcoming and biting. And that's what I needed at that time. Emotionally is I need to need someone to be like, Hey, like, welcome. Like, here's a part of, here's a group of people that are a bunch of outcasts. Like we do stuff differently. Like whether you go vegan for your health or the environment or for the animals, like we just welcome you. And like I said, I needed that emotionally at the time. And so I was a very, very shitty vegan at first because I would still eat those fucking quest bars because I didn't know how to get my protein in. So I was a beans and rice vegan at first. Um, gotcha. I didn't know how to cook tofu and a, the idea of tofu was kind of gross because it was it's, just like, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. So literally like, um, you know, the Aldi off of fucking state street, that's where Eric and I would get our beans and rice in Athens, Ohio. So we would like, I used to go there all the time. Yeah. 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 So that's where we loaded up our beans and our rice. And, you know, it was weird at first, like, you know, it wasn't like super different because my diet had always been relatively healthy. It was just the drinking and the like poor sleep that was killing me. So I didn't feel like 
a hundred percent different until I stopped drinking. But obviously like my, my brain wasn't like, Oh, it was the, you know, it wasn't the alcohol. It was the fucking meat. I was like, Oh, I'm feeling better. It must've been the fucking chicken that I was eating. Um, but it was weird. It was weird because, you know, no one was vegan in my like friend circle in real life. So I just had a bunch of like online friends, which was great. And I, you know, met some really great people in the vegan community. Um, and then when I wanted to go into bodybuilding, like, you know, I was kind of naive to the point where I was like, I read all this literature or I watched all these documentaries. Like there's a bunch of Netflix documentaries that really kind of helped persuade me. But the problem was, is I was so blinded by my own bad habits and so desperate for change that I bought into these extremely biased literature and decided that any other literature disproving it was just automatically wrong. It was extremely one way biased thinking. And that was fine at first, because like I said, I was kind of infatuated with this new group of people in this new environment that I chose to be a very poor scientist and look at like the facts as a whole. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I bought into some bad ways of thinking. I definitely kind of became that toxic person where like, I would be judgmental, even though I said I wasn't judgmental. If people ate meat, like it didn't bother me if friends or family ate meat around me, but definitely you'd be like that online troll where like you would feel high and mighty and like write bullshit posts. Like, uh, day number 252 of not dying of a protein deficiency. Like, you know, just saying like bullshit stuff, like coming off as superior. I definitely got, unfortunately high and mighty in that aspect. And like, honestly, it just, it served no purpose. It served no purpose. I just felt like I was a bad bitch and my energy reflected that, but it wasn't in a good way. It honestly wasn't. Um, it wasn't until I really started to like get into bodybuilding did I become like that? If it fits your macros types of person. And I ignored protein quality. I was like, Oh, Satan's a great form of protein. It's got like 30 grams of protein and like one gram of carb or something like that. But completely ignoring the fact that wheat protein is some of the most shit quality protein sources on the face of this earth. Like that's just a irrefutable fact. You can look on, you know, any like amino acid chart and you will see wheat protein slash seitan just like next to fucking corn i think just like so low quality yeah. and i was like oh well, the, yeah like the macros look great so i you know <laughs> I, that must be something i need to be eating because it was macro friendly so when i was in my first prep you can imagine like like i don't mean to be insensitive but i looked like i was anorexic like i looked completely completely gross like no muscle tone whatsoever i had no business competing and yeah there's a lot of different facets that go into competing like I just needed more time to grow. But at the same time, like with a training program that I was on, not understanding how to properly train, not understanding how to properly fuel my body and just taking like a vegan omega and a vegan multivitamin, because that's what you were supposed to do. Like, it just wasn't enough. I didn't know how to do it correctly. Yeah. Um, so I ended up with like, obviously like a shit physique, you know, shit health markers and I just didn't feel good. And even when I started working with Mark, someone who's very well educated on what a proper diet should look like, especially for vegans and vegetarians, especially when it comes to thyroid supplementation and things like selenium, zinc, and you know, your B vitamins and stuff like that. Like I still felt fine. And I think I told myself I felt fine because, you know, I was supposedly healthy because I was vegan, but deep down, I think I knew I wasn't fine. 
and the culture I was in was no longer new. It was no longer the people that I wanted to surround myself with because I started surrounding myself with people like you and other members of Dominic trained. And I was like, well, it wasn't the diet that I needed. I needed a culture that fit me. And like, it was a big change when, you know, I got my blood work back because I didn't do blood work with my previous coach and I never did blood work anyway, because I didn't understand the importance. It wasn't until I got my blood work back that I was like, fuck, like, this isn't good. Like, you know, I didn't, I was a menorrhea, I had a menorrhea uh, for like two years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously a lot goes into that, but like, I had no progesterone. I had no estrogen. My test level was actually somewhat okay, believe it or not, but my cholesterol just sucked. Mm-hmm. Like my HDL was very low. Like my LDL was low and my cholesterol was low. And mm-hmm. the thing that I didn't understand is I was like, well, low cholesterol is great, but like, it's not great when it's so low because I didn't understand that you need cholesterol for your sex hormones. Yeah. And so like, I didn't make that connection, you know, that like, oh, maybe I was feeling bad because I have no sex hormones. Like I can't menstruate. I can't have that normal ebb and flow of estrogen and progesterone. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not good. Like, you know, you're a woman, you should have a menstrual cycle especially at, you know, 23, 24 fucking years old. Like you shouldn't be not having a cycle, you know? For sure. And I feel like, you know, when you stopped, so like when you started transitioning, you so you found your, your community mm-hmm. you wanted to be with and you were like, okay, like it's not the diet. It's just yeah. the people. Like, I see you're a very connected person. You like to be connected. Yes. Um, did you feel like as you left that lifestyle, you lost a sense of yourself? Um, It was weird at first because when I started the transition, like the actual food sources, I like first started with eggs and then I went to like chicken and fish and then went to red meat. And that's kind of how most people do it anyway. Cause remember, like if you have meat and meat for, for me, it was like four years. Mm -hmm. Um, like you're not going to have those same digestive enzymes that you would need to break down that connective tissue. So you like to do it like a little bit slower. So that way you're not causing a bunch of like digestive issues. So I had like, um, butane hcl on hand just in case i needed yeah. to like help with that um meat um, digestion but honestly it was very very smooth as far as like the food wise but i will admit i felt a sense of dirtiness when i went into like the egg aisle or the chicken aisle like i did feel like a part of me was like kind of dying because you mm. know when you immerse yourself in a community and you adopt this like principle of pl- being plant-based or being vegan like it becomes part of your identity. So like when you're shopping for me, for yourself, yeah, you're like a a part of you kind of feels like it's dying. You almost feel like it's illegal. Like you're almost like where the vegan police at, like going to like take away my vegan powers, you know? I feel you. I mean, like, even if I were to stop bodybuilding, for example, Mm -hmm. I would feel like I have lost a sense of myself. Like I would be like, holy shit, like what is going on? Um, I felt that way when I was questioning like a couple, you know, a few Mm -hmm. months, months back, I was not sure of myself anymore. Um, I was like, what am I doing? Um, do I want this? And even the fact that I, the fact that I'm questioning this is, is weird. Um, the fact that I see other lifestyles is weird because I was so, and I still am, but so focused on one thing for so long. And I started, you know, my mind started going in other areas for whatever reason, mental health, whatever depression. Mm -hmm. Um, and I started thinking in other ways, but I also, as I was doing that, 
felt like I was losing myself and lo- losing yeah. my sense of self that I have had for so, you know, for years, you know? And so I can only imagine like, you know, as you're going through the, that, that aisle, like as I was going through the fucking Oreo aisle, I was like, shit, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm losing it. Like, or like, if I like decided to go out with friends or something, I was like, holy shit. Like, what am I, right. you know, stuff like that. Um, and so I can only imagine like you're transitioning out of one lifestyle, going into a new lifestyle. And although you have all the support you need, like you have all the support you need, you'll always have all the support you need anywhere right. you want to go, but it's still like a internal battle because it's something new. It's something new that you're doing, or maybe that you haven't done in a long time. Right. So, and on top of that, like, weren't you coaching, you were coaching as well, um, for like the vegan, like Avengers. The- <laughs> oh my god (laughs) dibs on that name dibs that was awesome intentional you like just didn't know yeah I was a coach for the vegan gym at the time and like a lot of my identity was obviously being a vegan coach and thinking that you know I was doing like the right thing and I'm not saying being being a vegan coach was the wrong thing it was just the wrong thing for me Mm -hmm. like you know, I wanted, I wanted more for myself. I wanted to feel better for one. Cause the whole reason why I went plant-based was for my health, because I thought that was like the better thing. And like mm-hmm. also for the environment and stuff. And like, I've always loved animals. And so like, in my mind, like not eating animals, like I didn't feel superior because it was like, I wasn't eating something that was dead. Like my mind was never really like that type of toxic, but it was more just like, I wanted to feel better. And I thought being plant-based was like the only way to feel better. But then like, you know, I transitioned to no longer being plant-based and being an omnivore and I feel better. Like I feel even better. You know, I feel healthier. I feel fuller. Mm -hmm. Like my physique looks much better. And I was like, well, it can't be just me. Right. Like I, I can't be the only person that like felt this way. And so believe it or not, I actually had helped clients that Rude. This is why Eric doesn't cook. Like he literally is gonna burn his fucking house down. (laughs) No, but um (laughs) I had helped a clients that I previously worked with while I was, you know, being a vegan coach, and they were also obviously vegan in this program. Well, they came back to me and I actually helped them transition from being vegan to not being vegan. And they had very similar, very similar outcomes in terms of like, holy shit, I just feel better. Mm -hmm. Like I just feel emotionally better. I feel physically healthier I was I was talking sorry to interrupt you but I'm gonna read it if I don't I was talking to Mark about depression symptoms in vegans mm-hmm. um and why that might happen um and just the the micronutrients that you're given in a regular omnivor- omnivorous diet is very conducive towards mental health mm-hmm. um and just the hormone production is obviously going to be better right. for your mental health right like and so I, I started to see a pattern in my, in my athletes, um, depressive symptoms, um, obviously like digestion sometimes is probably exacerbating those things from the gut brain axis. Um, but I, I, he was like, yes, that's a, that's a thing. That's totally yeah. a thing. Um, and so I can only imagine like just the feeling of, of being is like, right. you know, from transitioning there to an omnivore, ah, fuck the O diet. I'm gonna call it that. The o diet. The o diet. Like, <laughs> like, um, is probably 
you know, monumentous, like in just your own health and, and well-being in your mind as well. So well, that, and you also don't feel like a burden, right? Especially with like family events. Like I'd always bring my food anyway, because you're in that bodybuilding lifestyle. But like, especially if you do get like a free meal or something like that, like finding a restaurant that is vegan friendly, mm-hmm. sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's stressful. So, you know, although like there was actually not a bad scenery of vegan options in Charleston, which was kind of cool. And like those restaurants are really tasty and I still would go back. Like it's right. just, you always feel like a burden going over to someone's house or maybe you couldn't go over to someone's house because it's like, oh, we're vegan. And they're like, they like panic because they have no idea how to fucking cook vegan. Yeah. Not that it's terribly difficult, but it's new. And yeah. like, I'm not going to like go over to someone's house and be like, oh, I'm vegan. Make me something different. Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's just fucking rude. Like, I'm just not going to mm-hmm. do that. No, um, I even, I even hate doing that as a bodybuilder. I'm like, right. I'll figure it yeah. out. Just make, just make something simple mm-hmm. and I'll figure it out. Like it's, you don't even like going to restaurants. I'm like, just pick something that it, that everyone can get something like, right. I'd rather like it not be like fucking a pizza place or like something that is just married to one thing. Like if right. we go to like a BJ's or like something like that, where I can get, where I can order a chicken breast and and salad if I wanted to, like, that would be awesome. But I never like pressure people to like make accommodations for me because I recognize like, I'm like not even 1% of the world that does this. And Mm -hmm. so I have to understand, like, I have to make my own accommodations if this is a choice I'm going to make. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine like being plant-based, you know, you're like, I still have to make those accommodations for myself, but I'm not going to expect other people to do that for me. Exactly. Exactly. So So, that mental freedom was also very nice, but like, just knowing that like the biggest thing that I was scared about the most is like just the community because like I would be like just on Instagram and there would be like a controversy, like this big, like vegan, vegan advocate is no longer vegan. And I remember specifically this one where she showed the world that she was no longer vegan by going to Chick-fil-A and like just fucking destroying a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, like just fucking macking on it. And like, was just totally making this about her and how she's no longer vegan and how she's super happy about it. And like, I didn't want that. I didn't want to shed light or take away from like the vegan community or plant-based athletes, because like, I just did what was best for me. I didn't want to take away from anyone's experience because you, I think you can be vegan and or plant-based and be healthy. I don't think everyone can. I think everyone is able to eat plants and be healthy, but like solely existing off, you know, plants alone, I don't think that's the best option for everyone. And if you disagree, you're probably extremely biased and blinded by probably hatred or something like you're just, you just don't see the facts for what they are because I didn't, I was that person. Right. So the reason why I like talking to you about this is because you have been there, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's not like, it's not like you're like me that has never been there, that has never even touched that, never tried, never wanted to. I've never wanted to, Um, but you've been there and you've compared and contrasted like how I feel, how I feel, how I felt then, how I feel now, the research I was consuming then, what type of consumer was I then? You know, mm-hmm. like, cause being a good consumer in bodybuilding is very important. Like right. being a, like, and being, you're going to be a type of consumer when you, when you live a certain lifestyle, right. right? So like comparing what type of consumer you are now versus then what type of community you have now versus then, 
you had lots of comparing and contrasting and right. you you were and still are a valid person who was part of the that plant-based community right. and you still have tons of knowledge about it right so because that doesn't just go away but you also have tons of knowledge on <clears throat> why you switch right. and i want to talk about why you switch because we haven't even gotten there so why did you switch like was it a conversation with mark was it like you just decided to um it was, was it was so many things. It was a blend of things. First off, like again, the blood work and actually seeing like the physical evidence of what I was doing to my body. Cause again, like it was my choice. It was my action. Like no one had a gun to my head, say go vegan. It was me. Mm-hmm. So knowing like what my actions had caused my health, even when I thought I was doing it in a healthy way and being healthy, that was shocking. Mm-hmm. That was shocking to me. Um, also I had Eric, I was like, do me a favor. Like I am conflicted emotionally as like, like, I feel like my, my personhood is being like torn apart because I thought I was being healthy and yet my blood work shows something different. So will you please, and he's like very good about being unbiased. I was like, will you please pull up research pros and cons of omnivorous and plant-based and show me like just the fucking evidence because I know myself, I'll do it again. I'll be biased. I'll just be that biased person and be like, oh, clearly plant-based is the winner. And he showed me a bunch of studies where like, it was very clear that if you wanted to put on muscle and again, like bodybuilding is so important to me, but like, I am a bodybuilder. That's who I am. That is my lifestyle. That is just what I want to do. And he showed me the evidence is like, if you're plant-based, it's not that you can't grow muscle. You're just not going to grow it as well. And I was like, fuck, like, so not only am I not being healthy, but also I'm like, we're just having to work harder than everyone else. And like, that sucks. Cause I work really fucking hard, but I want my efforts to pay off. Yeah. And yeah, like I was growing with Mark. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that I wasn't growing, but if I knew I could grow better and still put the same intensity, like for me, that was a no brainer. So I think that for me was knowing that I thought I was being healthy. Yeah. Blood work showed otherwise, you know, I felt not super healthy. I didn't feel super great. I didn't feel like ass you know, it wasn't like competition prep where you feel like ass, but like, you know, when you just don't feel like yourself and I wasn't feeling myself yeah Um, and it's probably a lot to do with like those blood work markers too yeah um like I said that mental health aspect is is critical and it's it will show in your blood work too I mean Mm -hmm. if you feel like you're not being yourself and you look you you look at blood work and it shows that you have imbalances in a lot of areas a lot of areas you might be deficient that is probably that's probably exacerbating the issue Like if you already have conflicting feelings and then you tack on your health, that's not up to par. You're going to feel like crap and it's, and it shows. Yeah. And so like, for me, that was kind of like the main decision. It's like, well, like if it's not good for me, even though I think I'm doing it right Mm -hmm. and I'm holding myself back from something that I really want to do. I was like, does it make sense? Is Is it right for me then? And the answer was no. It's not right for me that if I'm not being, if I'm not able to be healthy while eating this diet and not being able to pursue what I want to pursue in the most optimal way, so I'm not going to bust my ass just to like come in last place, you know, like that doesn't make any sense to me. So that was kind of like my decision. Um, and I haven't looked back since. And like most of the people that I like had immersed myself in that community, I left, like I just left that community, but there are certain like people that I still talk to that are vegan and they have been so loving 
so Mm -hmm. kind and so loving toward me. And like, honestly, at the end of the day, that was awesome because like, I was scared that a part of me was going to lose friendships that I did cultivate while I was plant-based for four years. I was afraid I was going to lose those friendships because there were people that like, I actually gave a fuck about that, like genuinely loved who I was as a person. And I loved them for their, you know, their personhood. And I was afraid to lose that. But the ones who actually gave a shit about me, the ones that I truly were scared that they might no longer want to be friends with me, they stayed friends with me. And like, that shows you that like, they just cared about me as a person, not Mm -hmm. my choices in terms of like what I choose to put into my body. And that was really, really encouraging. That's awesome. I mean, like they have different goals than you too, though, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like their goal or their reason for, for, for sticking to plant-based is different than you now. And it's okay that it's changed. Um, And that's awesome that like, they didn't, chastise you or like make you feel like you weren't enough because you decided to make a change that was best for you. Um, and life is really all about trial and error anyway. Um, and so like, I even thought about going like plant-based way later, like after, after bodybuilding, but it's just going to have to be after I'm done with this shit. And I remember that conversation we had, like you had thought about this, like a few years ago when you were talking to me about it. Yeah. Cause you know, like, it's just, I think, that's people have asked me even like, would you, if you were done with bodybuilding, would you go into another strength sport? And the answer is yes, I would because, and the, the reason why is because I need a community. Like right. I need a community to be with. Like I need friends that do things that I do. Um, and whatever that's going to be like after bodybuilding, whether it's powerlifting, cause I've heard a lot of people tell me like you would be great at powerlifting. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I just don't do it because it's not my goal right now, but I could see myself doing something like that. Right. Um, I could see myself wanting to have a community with plant-based people. I could see it like, yeah. but it would just be, it would just depend on what I need at that time, but it's good to keep your options open right. um, for the next phase in your life. Um, <clears throat> do you feel that, I know you said that you, you did, you were still growing on a plant-based diet with Mark, but when you switched to, uh, the O diet, um, were you, did you notice growth quickly or recovery quickly or how did that pan out for you? Yeah. So definitely I noticed that like my physique, like we didn't change anything other than I changed my protein sources. Mm -hmm. And this is true of me and also my client Dawson, who, you know, I helped him transition from being vegan to being omnivorous. And so, Again, Mark changed nothing. I changed nothing. And you could tell that when I started eating like animal proteins, that even though my weight had stayed the same, I looked better. Mm-hmm. In Dawson's case, we changed nothing but his protein sources. He started gaining weight, mm-hmm. but holy shit, his measurements were shrinking around his waist. <laughs> But his lats, I mean, it was like, like a fucking firework explosion of his physique. Like he probably just looked, looked a lot leaner too. He, he did. He looked, looked leaner. leaner. He looked yeah. harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could probably see all of the, like his detail. Cause oh, this yeah. is, the thing is that like you have the muscle under there, but the mm-hmm. quality of the protein that fills out the muscle and recovers it is, is going, or it's, it's what's going to make or break the physique, which is why you can tell the difference between someone who's plant-based and someone who's not. Right. Um, Because literally the aminos fill out the muscle and help recover after hard training sessions. So if you're training really, really hard, 
um, being vegan is, it's just, it's not the best thing. Um, it might be a choice that you want to make, but it is definitely something to just keep in mind. If you, if you plan on going far in bodybuilding, um, I remember I, there's this guy I knew he's vegan. And when he gets like eight weeks out, he adds in eggs or he like adds in like, you know, some, and I'm just like, (laughs) you kind of have to do that when you're, when you're building, right? Like that's, that is really important to have when you're recovering, when you're building. Um, and so like I see competitor, I've seen competitors sometimes like for a certain amount of weeks during their prep there, they'll add in this or they'll add in that, like some, and then they'll go back to being plant-based after, um, their prep. And I've always thought that was interesting. Um, because I know that they're doing it for recovery purposes, but they need that while they're building as well. Um, so if you're, if you were going to do that, like it would just kind of make sense to just live the lifestyle. Yeah. Like, well, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like if you're going to be vegan, be vegan, but like, don't be vegan right. and be like, Oh, but eight weeks out, I add an egg. That's, like- that's, that's the urgency with bodybuilding though. It's like, if you're going to be a bodybuilder and you want to mm-hmm. be a good bodybuilder, if you have to do that shit, then maybe you need to live a different lifestyle. Yeah. Like that's like, doesn't make any sense. Cause like, if you're like, if you feel like you have to add an eggs cause you look better then like clearly there's a benefit of animal protein. So why not just do it 24 seven then, you know? So, um, and that's where like, I went wrong where I was like, Oh, well clearly like being plant-based is superior. Cause like, look at the, like, I'll look at all these studies, but like no offense, you take any lardo in America that eats McDonald's all the time and you put them on a completely plant-based diet. Yeah, no shit. They're going to have like much, they're going to have less inflammation. They're going to have improved health markers, but like they're not, they're taking like these like morbidly obese sick people and giving them a plant-based diet. Well, how about take someone that's already like generally healthy and give them a plant-based diet and see how much that differs. Like if it differs a lot, then prove me wrong. As far as the research I've seen, there's no significant difference, right? Like it's choosing like proper sources of food, like organic fruits and veggies, whole grains, like lean grass-fed meats or not having like meats with a bunch of antibiotics and shit in it. Like you still want to choose quality food. Yeah. Yeah. Like that still matters. So like what, what if, what supplement, how did that affect your supplementation? as a, as a vegan, um, and they got to use morphogen products, right? Like, okay. Amazing. So, so I think some, some wow. followers or some listeners won't, don't know that when you are plant-based, you can't have certain, uh, supplements because of capsules and stuff like that. Yeah, so a lot of it is like not- gelatinous based. Yeah. And like some people care, some people don't. Um, I was under the impression that if you're going to be vegan, just be fucking vegan. And mm-hmm. so like, that's why I was like, well, I can't use morphogen products because they have gelatin. Although sometimes I did use their products and I would literally just dump the contents in my mouth and just do it that way. But eventually it was kind of just stupid. So I just stopped, but it was nice to be able to use more supplementation because a lot of the vegan supplements, like the companies kind of don't give a shit, but they can market it as vegan. And because there's like that niche market, they'll get sales, but their quality contents is not there versus someone like Morphogen, where Ben actually gives a shit about what he's putting into his supplements and making sure he's using like clinically effective dosages in his supplementation. Like it was nice to be able to use those products because like surprise they helped. 
Like, you know that the money that you're spending is going towards exactly yeah. what you need. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like, again, I have blood work to prove that ever since I switched to on an omnivorous diet, the O diet, mm-hmm. and, you know, it used like things like Morphomega, Morphovolti, my blood works much better. Like I have sex hormones now. Yeah. They're not where they need to be because, you know, that repair process just fucking takes time. I'll put their sure a hell of a lot better than where they were. Oh, that's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as far as like, just to clarify for the listeners, gelatin, we're talking about the caps. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like caps. And so a lot of plant-based people will use like tinctures and like stuff like, like powders, um, yeah. that don't can, that don't have the pill form because gelatin is not considered plant-based. Right. Or though there are some companies that have vegetable cellulose as the, the like capsule, which mm-hmm. that's fine, but I think that's probably more expensive, which is why some companies opt for gel- gelatinous capsules. I think gelatinous. gelatinous. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> Vegan Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> that looks funny. Um, all right. Well, that is that's that's all the hazing I have to to do with you. Um, that was awesome. I've never like like I've never talked to someone about like their journey through like yeah. their mental health through being vegan and then being a bodybuilder. Cause it's like so different. It's like very contrasting. If you think about it, like yeah. bodybuilding requires X, Y, and Z, um, being plant-based requires X, Y, and Z. And I think a different goal. Um, and it's, it's, it's starkingly different. And I think that, um, thinking that you can do both and go far, like you can do both, you can mm-hmm. do both. But thinking you can do both and go far is, is not realistic. It's just not realistic. If you, if you look at all the research that is, is, is out. Um, But I think that you've done a great job. Like I didn't even know you weren't uh, plant-based until I think I saw you post something you were eating and you hadn't been plant-based for a long time. And I was like, oh shit, like she's not. And I started stalking you and I started looking at your page. And I was like, looking at when, you, like when you started with Mark, if you were still plant-based with Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you, like, I started picking out like all, and it was like months later and you didn't really say anything. At least I didn't notice you said anything crazy. Um, you just kind of let it happen. And I yeah. think a lot of times people will like be like, I'm no longer plant-based. Exactly. And I didn't like to be about me. I didn't yeah. because like, again, like there's that, again, going to that, that example where this like big vegan quote unquote vegan influencer was like porking down Chick-fil-A and like, she got like nasty comments from like the vegan community. And I didn't want that hate, but at the same time, I also didn't want to poke the bear. And so like that girl clearly posted what she posted to get clout to get engagement, yeah. whether it was good engagement or bad engagement, it was still engagement and still going to boost your profile. For me, honestly, it was nobody's goddamn business, but mine and Mark's. So like yeah. I did it, what needed to be done. I did a slow transition. And then like, obviously if I did like my, my close friends be like, yo, like homegirls eating some salmon today. And then eventually like one day I actually accidentally fucked up <laughs> and didn't put it on my close friends. And like, I had a few people be like, oh, you're no longer vegan. I was like, no. And they're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Like I had one person, this was the only like quote unquote negative. It wasn't really that negative. She was like, are you not going to eat any more vegan things? I was like, I still eat fruit. I still eat, <laughs> like, like what the problem is like sometimes being, if you're that in that community, sometimes like your thinking is so one dimensional where right. it's like, oh my God, you're not vegan anymore. You're not going to eat anything vegan. It's like, 
no motherfucker i'm still gonna eat rice i'm still yeah. gonna eat vegetables and fruit like that's still vegan like those are whole foods. you know those are whole body yeah foods. exactly it's like it's like well i'm not gonna choose an inferior protein source when the whole point is to feel better and right. to look better and to perform better mm-hmm. like if i go out to a restaurant and there's like a vegan thing that looks good yeah i'll get it but i'm yeah. not gonna make it this whole fucking like chronicle escapade of hey guys i'm eating a vegan thing again like it's just not it's just like not who I am. Like, I'm not going to just up purposely try to upset people for the sake of clout and engagement. Like, that's just not, that's just not me. Nah. I'm not going to lie. It's really hard for me to like not eat something that doesn't have like some sort of meat or um, like I have it in my head that a meal has like some type of animal protein in it. Like, and I can't, like, if I go out to eat, like, I won't just get like pasta. I'll get like pasta and I'll ask them to add like chicken. I've yeah. always been that way since before, like bodybuilding though. I've always like, if it doesn't, I have that type of mindset where I can't like have them. It has to have something with me. Like, mm-hmm. but that's just my, it might be, you know, my culture too. Like just, Maybe. Be, but I, I can't like, I couldn't imagine going out and getting like, even if it tasted good. I couldn't imagine going out and getting like an impossible burger or something like I, I mean, I know it's gross, but that's the only thing I can think of, but that's like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing it. I'd be like, Bleh. like, <laughs> right. No, I mean like, it would have to be something that like, I genuinely, like there was this one cafe, like in Columbus, Ohio. I don't remember the place of it, but it's in like a dirty little strip mall, but like they have some of the best like vegan food where like they're, they're like tortillas are made from teff flour and i don't know if you've ever had like teff flour products but like it feels like a pancake it's like so smooth and like it was just a bunch of like like air fried tofu i think but it had a bunch of greens it had sprouts it had this like really nice homemade dressing and it was like just a genuinely good type of wrap you know that was just like it tasted wholesome like i eat that again because it just like felt good to be eating because i love sprouts but like for the most part. Yeah. You better believe I'm, I'm going out to eat. Like the goal is to either enjoy the food. So usually I go get sushi. Cause like, I love the salmon. I love the tuna, but like the goal is to like eat something that's nourishing, you know? Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Well, that's all I got. I'm so, ex- I'm so happy that we got to talk about this. Cause this has been something I've been wanting to talk about for a mm-hmm. long time. Um, and I'm happy I got to know you a little bit more and just your insight on like, you know, plant-based versus omnivorous the o diet the o diet you're making it sound like fucking oprah's diet the o diet (laughs) i was thinking the olympia diet oh there you go the o diet diet. there we go but um all right everyone well thanks so much for listening ashley thanks for being my friend and we will talk to you soon peace